Star Trek sucks. We are once again on Ten Forward, where we are having a karaoke night. Data has sung, has sung every song in the Devo catalog. <laughs> yeah, and we're all having a great time with that. Yeah. Um, following up after him. No, oh, I should mention I'm Jack, and like every karaoke night, I am as far from the stage as I can possibly get, <laughs> and uh, just making fun of people quietly, mostly to myself. Following Data. Um, he has maybe had a little bit too much Romulan ale. It's Leo, and he keeps on singing Journey's Wheel in the Sky, <laughs> but he changes the lyrics to be Leo in the Sky, <laughs> and then stops to explain uh, that he is the Leo in the Sky because we're in space. Please just finish the song. <laughs> you, I, I feel like such a <laughs> dick on this premise. I don't even... It was the only one I had. <laughs> I know. I'll, I just, write, I'll write one where you're nice next week. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I sound like an asshole. I'm kind of beating you up lately on these, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be fair, you made me watch this show. <laughs> to be fair, this is like your favorite show. You've seen Wait, so it, much <laughs> of it. This is Star Trek Sucks. I'm Leo. I like Star Trek. Hi, I'm Jack, and I just I decided this would be a uh, fun thing to do with my friend. And uh, <laughs> How's that working out for you? The recording part's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I also enjoy listening. I enjoy listening sure. to, to, to the podcast. That seems a little narcissistic, but sure. A little bit. Um, but, uh, and last week's episode was, was really fucking good. Um, yep. we'll see if this one, this is an interesting concept. I do not remember, uh, the episode very well, so I don't know if it's one of those interesting concepts that they completely shit the bed on. Okay. Um, but before we find out, uh, what's going to happen this week, uh, what's good, Jack? Uh... I don't know why I moved my phone when I need to look at my phone. Hang on. Um, good so, radio. Good radio. Uh, I'll do mine first. Okay. Um, it's another house-related thing. God. I have a closet ah. with closet guts in it. Fantastic. It's great. That's it. That's the whole thing. So mine is a uh, mm. both a, a New Year's resolution and a challenge to all the fellows out there. 2021 is going to be the year we get flexible enough to self-suck. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the fellow listeners out there, take the 2021 self-suck challenge. Um, to put, post pictures of your attempts on Instagram with the hashtag 2021 self-suck challenge. <laughs> let's get this. Let's get. Let's let's make this happen let's, in 2021, baby. You this know, is, this is the last year was the year of dudes rock. This is the year of the self-suck challenge. Let's go. <laughs> you know i don't never mind i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna rain on your on your idea no just yeah do it yeah. try to suck and, your like, own, and support and support your 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 bros yeah try to try to suck your own let's dick all, and let's cheer, all come together as a community to cheer. suck our own dicks uh okay well this is what happens when i can't do stand-up comedy for nine months jack <laughs> the premises really start to drift this week's episode is called uh the offspring and it is not about the 90s pop punk band the offspring yeah you what told me last time asshole <laughs> is this episode about okay so this episode opens um with a sort of fake first act where Worf discovers the novel moby dick and then is really mad that he can't find anyone else that's read it because he thinks it's really good. Picard's definitely read. Picard's busy. Okay. Um, and then the reason that Picard is busy is that there is trouble brewing on the USS Enterprise as angry adolescents begin to wonder why the fuck they're in extreme danger every week <laughs> and why they're even on a spaceship in the first place. Uh-huh. A student union forms. <laughs> Radical elements within it begin to hatch a plan to sabotage and eventually seize the ship and fly to a starbase so they can go to a normal school on a planet where there aren't escaped super soldiers and energy beings constantly roaming around and ideally very few time warps. Unfortunately, this requires recruiting the only kid on the ship who can fly it, Wesley Crusher, who sets a new faster-than-light-speed record with how fast he narks them out. <laughs> Picard gives a speech about how the offspring of the crew should feel fortunate to be in the position to see all the things that they've seen. None of this is ever revisited in future episodes. I'm tired of doing this show. 
we've got i mean we're almost actually we're i think almost halfway no no no. halfway through the next season we'll be halfway ah we're so we're two-thirds of the way to halfway sure i don't know if that math works out anyway we're we're getting we're doing we're gonna watch this episode. This now. is like crashing. Oh wild wait, nine I almost of a marathon. <laughs> I almost forgot what. It, what's your? Uh, do you have a recommend? Uh, I do. I have an Instagram account. It's also, a, I believe, is a Twitter account. And you're just gonna have to take my word for it. But you all, you personally, should also look at it because it's right up your alley. It's called uh, Zillow Gone Wild. Okay. And they just find a uh, uh, really fun real estate listings. Okay. Like, I don't know if you saw that one that was going around a while ago that was like a, just kind of a nice, modest sort of farmhouse um, for like 150 grand. And then it had like a jail attached to it. (laughs) I didn't see that one. (laughs) That was what started it. But like, so many of them are just like, well, that's kind of a gaudy, tacky mansion. You know, it's like, it's, it's a little overdone on the decor. And then you like, you keep swiping through the photos and then you're like, Oh, that's a that's a fuck palace. That's, yeah. That, nope. That's an orgy. That's an orgy mansion. Yeah, that's a sex dungeon. There's a whole bunch of those. Yeah. Um, and then like a whole bunch of where you're just like, this is why we need to take rich people's money. This is why they don't deserve their money because this is what they spend it on. Right. Like, I could if I could if I had that I'd spend it on medicine to make me not like this, and instead they're spending it on like making a diner in their house. <laughs> there's actually one of those across the street from my parents house right now oh god so it's a house that's been a rental for a while and the people renting it are a hundred percent running an illegal auto shop out of this house Hmm. i mean there are i'm gonna guess in in the area of eight cars parked on the property at any given time um and in the city of boise among other things it's illegal to park on your lawn yeah um correct. it's illegal to run an auto shop out of your house in a residential area um there's a number of things that they're doing that are illegal i don't know how they haven't gotten shut down yet um other than i haven't taken the extra step to yeah no one's dropping the dime on them which yeah. i mean i've told my parents to because they're also assholes about it well, yeah, that's the thing, <clears throat> right? Like, like if they were just let quietly your, let your neighbors do shit like that if they're not if they're just sort of, but they're like not souping up. They're like souping like, up cars and putting glass pack mufflers on them. Yep. No, that's and then, that's where I draw the line. Sir, running right? up and down hill road like, yeah, yeah, it is fucking obnoxious. But so now the house is for sale, um, and so there are uh, a handful of pictures of the house that are just either uh, unfurnished or lightly furnished, at least clean rooms. Uh, and then there's the picture of the garage uh, that has like nine motors in it. <laughs> Just yeah, that's not quite what this account is, yeah. but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly just like just really overdone, like huge fucking mansions where you're like, what are you doing with all this shit? Like, do you not have anywhere to go to play tennis and baseball and race motor motorcycles and play pool and like because it was part of the fun of all that shit is being in a social environment (laughs) yeah that's true i mean when i think about it i think uh if i could walk out my back door and shoot guns sure you know i could see yeah i mean and there's a couple of youtube like gun youtube guys who have uh like large amounts of property uh, where they do most of their videos, like basically on their property or they're like in yeah, know, but rural. they have their, but they have their friends come over. Yeah, yeah. But I just I don't know I don't because a lot of these houses just have like everything. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a movie theater and a swimming pool and like everything that you would have to go to a place to do. And I'm like, you're there's no way you're doing all this shit. Yeah, there's no fucking way you're doing all this shit. Yeah. If like if I had if I could have a recording studio. Sure. If I could have like a little bike workshop, sure. But like, I mean, I like going to, I like going places. I don't like being at home. Well, like, so much of this just seems like oh, I just want a place where I never have to interact with anybody. Well, I do sports, which are by necessity social. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's also, I mean, I mean it's the sickness of the bourgeois mind. Right. It's, it is, it's a status thing. And it's interesting because I saw uh, a speech on this because when I used to read a lot more of those, like, you know, uh, think and be successful uh, type of books and shit oh, like that. God. 
I remember that face. Yeah. That was not a fun face for I mean, everybody around you. There's still a couple of things sure. that I read during that period that we're moving on. Anyway, um, <laughs> one of them was a guy talking, uh, he was talking to like a group of people and, you know, one guy was like, well, I need to be, I need to ha- to make like, I need to be a billionaire. I need to, I need to have a billion dollars. And the guy's like, okay, why do you actually need right. that? And he's like, well, you know, I want to have a yacht. And he's like, okay. What are you going to do on the yacht? Right. Well, and also, like, you can have, setting aside whether it's morally acceptable to want conspicuous consumption yeah, no, when, other, yeah, when other people in the world are starving, but if you want to be able to just take your family on a yacht once a year. You can just go, like. You can rent that. Yeah, and, and, it, and it will be a tiny fraction of what a yacht actually costs it'll yeah. be more than you and i will ever make but yeah, like but it's still we're like, talking like a hundred thousand dollars you don't need to be a billionaire to afford that <laughs> yeah you can you can take your whole family on a nice vacation on a yacht for like a hundred thousand dollars whereas owning a yacht is going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars a year in maintenance plus the cost of the yacht which is you know tens of millions of dollars yeah 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 it's it yeah, setting aside the morality of wealth hoarding, it just looks miserable to me. It, yeah, it just it looks, looks very unpleasant. Yeah, I mean, I'm walking through this place, which, you know, I've taken what was a 850-square-foot house and turned it into a 1,300-square-foot house, and I'm walking around it going, man, I need to, I need to, what am I going to use all this space yeah. for? Yeah, like, no, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to feel really weird if I have just space that I never go into. Yeah, 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 I, 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 I don't. And again, like I said, like the sickness of the bourgeois mind where it's like, well, I, I got where I am because I deserve to have this. And but I, but I need to spend it on something that will make me happy. Yeah. And the only thing they can think of is yachts and islands and, and fucking mansions with like every kind of sports field around them. And and then like, I mean, that's how you that's how they all end up on fucking kids is because you, you can't think of like another like end you, up on what? Either either hunting big game animals or, you know, Epstein shit. Oh yeah, I said fucking kids earlier. If you want to edit that out, but oh, but that's but that's where they end up because it's like, well, what else can I do? What else can I do to show like my dominance over the world? And it's like that's interesting. I never thought about that. Uh, like t- going that far to to I mean, that's why like back when we had like real like like, I mean, we still have aristocracy, but when we had like a you know, actual like nobility that like they all ended up that depraved because it's like well how i have to separate myself from these people that i'm extracting from somehow and it has to be like it has to be justified in my mind somehow and like the perverse way you justify it in your mind is that you are above their morality Hmm. you know so you go and you kill an elephant and you, you desecrate something that's beautiful and sacred like uh like uh Martin Shkreli with that with the Wu Tang album. Honestly, yeah, that's actually Yeah. I mean he's kind of a troll. Like yeah, he's but, doing but, he's but, doing the troll. But setting ver- the looks aside. Well no he's Zing hey, hey you ugly fuck. Take that Albanians. <laughs> fuck you, Martin Shkreli. Oh, I thought you meant all Albanians. No no no, I just meant oh. I just meant Martin Shkreli. No, there's why are you I'm kidding obviously I didn't even know he was Albanian <laughs> Jesus I don't know what know does it. being from Albany have to do with it anyway hey hey we have fun on this podcast <laughs> who's on first <laughs> what's this Albany um all right let's watch Star Trek okay okay this episode is called The Offspring here we go Separated. Okay. <laughs> That's what we call a callback in business. <laughs> Zing! Oh, this episode sucks. It, 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 it. It's exactly what I said. It's, it's, an, it's, it's, an, it's a very ambitious failure. Yes. Which, which is better than, it, than the show usually that is. I will, yes, I will agree with that as well. There were parts of it where I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then it was like, oh. Ooh, nope. Yeah. Okay. So the outline of the episode is Data's created a, an android. He sees it as his child. Um, so the thing that I think drives me most nuts about this is the introduction of um, the Starfleet guy who wants to take the kid away. Clearly, to just put her in a lab and not treat her as a person. Right. Very clearly. He, 
But then he then they have him treating her as a person because he get, he's clearly upset and clearly emotionally impacted at the end when she dies. Yep. So because because just, because that's what that's what a lesser person, let's say a person of uh, different presentation than you. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to put it in a somebody real life analog, ha- but have, like have othered in yeah, some someone way. you've othered in some way. I can't think of a real life analog for that, but but that's how they can actually affect you is by dying to teach you a lesson. Yeah, yeah. No, the politics on this one start out like for a second. I was like, wow, this is very woke for 1990, and then it was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. So that that woke never moment, mind. Bitch. That, that woke <laughs> moment comes early on because so. The, we we get a uh, an Aaron Sorkin intro with a walk and talk as uh, Wes. Well, and we get it. We get it. Hang on. We get a cold open uh, where Riker is is away dealing with a paternity thing. Um, is how I read that. <laughs> <laughs> He's on leave, except he shows up in the last like two scenes. So it's just like. Uh, Freaks was just not available for most of the shooting on this. And I, like, but like, there are plenty of times where there are parts of the bridge crew that aren't on the show, but he's the only like white guy. Well, but they also, and so, they, so they had to be like, okay, well, so you're wondering where the other white guy is. They clearly made this happen so that the, uh, honestly, don't, don't, very don't, good laugh. No, don't, yeah, no, I'm not going to say what it is. Don't step on it. We no, got, we'll get, we'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah, no. So we get this Aaron Sarkin walk and talk between, uh, Troy and Wes and, uh, is it Jordy? Forget. Uh, I don't think or, Jordy's in this one. There's three people. Speaking of where's the white guy. There's three people in the walk and talk. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, they show up and data has created an absolute monster. Yeah, I, I wrote down. Looks like shit. <laughs> it looks, it looks terrible. What are you doing, man? That's like, it really looks like this horrible homunculus. Yeah, just this absolute. Just it's yeah. It, it is. A, I don't. I don't know that we can describe it. It, it looks. There's. I, it would. It'd be really hard to describe it without using terms that are not offensive to some group. It looks of like people. A, It looks like a. a, a it has a vaguely humanoid monster made of origami wax paper. It has the butthole mouth of the aliens from a couple of episodes ago. Um, sure. Yes, it does have butthole mouth. It has uh like the the weirdly angular forehead and chest. Yeah, um, that was the origami part. Yeah, that yeah, kind of getting that, the, and like, also the like that texture of the skin is like yeah, yeah. The the <laughs> the the the, ang- the weird angularity of the head and chest are reminiscent of something from Tron, but this it's got this freakish body horror kind of element to it because it has skin that is close enough to it's it's uncanny uncanny valley yeah. quality human skin, it's and not then good. it is completely nude with no genitals and a gigantic ass. Yeah, a big old dump truck. Just a fucking like I want to know if that if that Android has a commercial driver's license for that Get dump truck. A kin patch and a dump truck ass. Like we're all looking for him, I right, fellas? Yep. <laughs> uh so uh, yeah, that that uh that that preternaturally woke moment comes when Data's like, I'm going to let my child choose its own gender and uh and and name or identity or whatever. Um Yep. And then, and then almost immediately, I was like, damn, all right. And then almost immediately, they just completely blow that. Well, it, <laughs> what's, yeah, Data's like, you can choose whatever you want, but you have to choose one of these two things, and yep. that's it. And it doesn't exist on a spectrum. And then, and Troy is like, and you'll be, you'll, you'll be like this for the rest of your life. Yeah. You won't be able to make another Android body. So you better choose correct. You're stuck in that body yeah. no matter what. Which and is like if if there's anybody that gender should matter less to, I would like to see. like this. I is mean, the, energy aliens. Well, yes. Okay, but after energy en- like, aliens. If you don't per- possess a body at all, fine. You can care less about gender <laughs> than this. But Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And oh, so before we get to that part. Picard is like Picard like storms off. Well, and he's rightly he's put so, out by the fact that Data has. And well, they're both making some good points. Honestly, they're both making good points, and they're all. I don't know. I think Data is. Data's really. 
I have a hard time seeing his perspective on this. Like the well, idea and also, that you would it also, undertake, it honestly seems out of character for him to just not check with it, not right. talk to anybody. No, the before idea he did that, this. that he would undertake a massive, incredibly important experiment, a, a, an incredible leap forward in science. Yeah, without talking to without anybody being like, about hey, it, and also he is this second officer on the spaceship, and he's been locked in the lab for. Weeks or something, like I a while. What they said. Like I forget what they said, but like any amount of time with him being like not able to contact while he's on duty is not cool at all. Yeah, it. I mean, he said he's like when his his off duty time, but yeah, still, I don't know. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then again, we get the writers just cannot fucking decide whether or not Data has emotions because yeah, yeah. if well, you don't so have hang, emotions, hang on, I'm still talking about Picard oh, okay. getting mad and like. So data data rightly says like you don't make anybody else check with you before they reproduce on this ship, but I'm also of the mind of like maybe maybe they should have to like maybe when you're on a a pseudo military pseudo whatever the fuck the Federation like whatever the fuck Starfleet is you might need to check in yeah. because I'm gonna a argue pregnancy with, is a whole fucking thing I'm gonna argue with Data's point here because I guarantee you that Emily White has alerted the captain to your child currently growing inside of her belly it's not, no one can prove it's my child I mean yeah definitely we have the science to prove that I have stolen a shuttle and I am <laughs> I am deep in some other shit right now <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's that point the data makes is absolute bullshit because yeah, anybody who gets pregnant on the ship is definitely going to alert the doctor and the captain yeah. immediately. I mean, I, I, they should be required to do so and if they're not required to do so, that's a fucking problem. That's a should, bad policy. Like, that's bad policy. <laughs> yeah. So data so, so uh, you But but I will also say that Picard for all of, for all of his and he even like this actually has some like uh, uh to kill a mockingbird slash the sequel, which I can't even remember the name of, vibes to it, where it's like for all of his his saying that like I helped define these people or you know, define Android as as people, he's still not treating data as like anybody else on the crew. Like he's not. He's like I, he made another one of you, like what the fuck am I supposed to do about that? And it's like we wouldn't say that to anybody else on the fucking crew. Maybe not, but I think that's because of the specifics of Android I'm going to I'm going to say biology, but you know what I mean? The fact that cuz he's right, this is he's his the child that he has created is uh intellectually very low functioning, let's say at the beginning, mm. um and is incredibly strong. And that's a problem. Mm. Having a big <laughs> strong dumb thing on your ship. You're saying she has packlid strength. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. That's actually. potentially that's a, a problem. That's a really fair point. And so and and beyond and that, also it puts him in a really bad political position, as yeah. we see down the road. Right. But beyond that, I feel like he does tell Data. And again, back to what how bullshit Data's original point is. Picard is not specifically objecting to the fact that Data has decided to have a child. He's objecting to the fact that Data has gotten all the way to this child can walk and talk, right. and this is the first that I'm hearing of it. Yeah. 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 You know. And yeah, you, it, it's like yeah, this it, is very different data. And I, I don't. If yeah, it, well, and also like the it's bad writing because it would it would make perfect like the, if the characters were acting in character, Picard would be like, "You understand how this is different than just somebody having an infant," and David right. would be like, "Well, yeah, yeah, no, well, and <laughs> and again, they're both like adults. If if a biological <laughs> couple had gone to such great lengths to hide their procreation till the point where their child that would could also walk be and a talk. problem. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. So it's not a double standard, and I think Picard is still treating data fairly. I guess. However, so I the, still had I, I still like I felt like Picard I felt like Picard had an arc in this where he was kind of trying to come to terms with like like yes, he he was the one of the major players in winning androids their rights as humans, but he's still probably a little like weirded out by it. And especially when one just makes another one, he's probably like, bah, which I fair. totally understand. Yeah, yeah. Fair. And by, but by the end he's like, no, this is fucking bullshit. Like you can't take children from their parents. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You fucking piece of shit. And I'll give him that. I'll like, yeah, I'll, and it's I'll, like, I'll, I'll yeah, forgive I'll, taking some time to, to adjust yes. to social changes. Uh, take some time to adjust to. Yeah. As long as you're, as, as long, long as, as you your reaction is like, <laughs> as long as your reaction is, Oh, that's weird. That's going to take me a minute. And then you work on it and then you figure it out. Yeah. I, I feel like that's forgivable. Yeah. And I think that's like, he has a very like human arc in this where, which is the point I was trying to make at the beginning, oh, which yeah. is like, 
Yeah, he started out as being like, ah, Jesus, what? No, abomination. <laughs> Which, to be fair, the thing looks <laughs> Oh, God, it looks awful. fucking horrifying. <laughs> the thing looks fucking terrible. <laughs> and, and Picard is only human. He still has his lizard brain. Yeah. Like, uh, but then also, like, they get in a debate where Data's like, I've read several parenting philosophies, and then the first one he says is spare the rod, spoil the child. I don't think that's going to be part of the debate in 2400 when we're in a post-scarcity like space socialist society. I'll go one step further and I'll say that that's not parenting advice. That's religious advice. Yeah, I I don't think that's mainstream parenting advice now. No, I don't think <laughs> so <life>. either. <laughs> um, I did notice because you were having trouble with your writing utensils, so you looked away during the scene when Data and, and uh, 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 Robot Bjork were... Um, in the, in ten forward, and she was learning how to eat and drink. Mm. So data like takes. I feel like I missed something there. <laughs> data takes a cup and he go like holds it up to his mouth and he's like, "Hey, this is how you put thing in your mouth." And then he drinks from it and he hands it to her and she's like, "Oh, okay." And she puts it towards her mouth and she drinks from it and then she doesn't know how to swallow, so she just blurp just blurps it all down, <laughs> her, down her own face. <laughs> and it was a pretty good comedic moment. Not as That's good as the one coming up later. Funny. But um, no, so the so the part where she's picking her body, we really need to like get into that. We do because um, boy, oh boy, do they, do they wind the clock back fifty years. Yeah, so they take her to. <laughs> it's funny too because you can see that they are trying again. They're trying, trying and tripping over their dicks, falling down, their pants falling down. They poop their pants, yep. and then they get poop all their, all over their silly little dicks. Um, because Which, how did they trip over them through that small? That's part of the funny part. Yep, that's anyway. part of the bit. Uh, um, yeah, so because they specifically they have four choices. She's yep. narrowed, she down, narrowed to, it down to four out of uh, fifteen out of ten thousand choices. And also, Deanna's horrified that he has that many choices for her. And it's like, and I specifically remember it was like fifteen hundred. And it's like that is ten times as many people as are living. No. Five times as many people as are living on the ship. No, that's fifty percent more people than are living on the ship. Oh, I can't remember how many. People it's. A th- are on the I ship. think it's about a thousand people. Yeah. So that's not. That's not that, that many. That seems like a kind of a small range, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I mean, I would say uh, that I wouldn't. That I would start big and uh, and then narrow it down rather than having. 1500 specific discrete examples be like do you want to be tall or do you want to be short yep do you want to be you know what kind of like how you create a character in every video game you've ever played where you could create a character yeah exactly like kind of like that yeah you just spin a a wheel around all the different eye types move some sliders and stuff yeah but she chooses to be a bjork Um, but one of her, so her choices. No, hang on. Oh, wait, you're, you're getting that. So like the, the reaction to each of the choices that, that she makes is what I really want. To oh, Troy's about. reaction. It's fucking wild. I have to look up, uh, something because, so the first one that she chooses, uh, the, the first, uh, it's that green alien that Captain Kirk famously fucks, right? Uh, no, because I, I don't think so. I'm not, no. Okay. So this is what's fucked up. She says it's an Andorian female. Yeah. And Dorians are the blue ones with the antennae oh. and the white hair. Yeah, but she's green with like. And she's green with white hair and antennae. Um, yeah, I was just looking this up because I was like, wait, are Andorian females green and the males mm. are blue? But no, that's not this the is case. The, this is important. That they it's really right. important that they fucked up. the Because, yeah, here, here's a screen cap from this episode. She yeah. is clearly. She's not even close to any of those others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause like this is an Andorian from the, the maybe the adolescents are green. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Sure. We're moving on from that, but, but Troy sort of correctly says, (laughs) so first of all, Troy is, (laughs) Troy is assuming that she's going to take on all of the characteristics of whatever form she chooses. So she's like, well, you'll be the only one on the ship. She's the only one on the ship, no matter what she picks. Yeah. 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 Like there's no, (laughs) she will be alone no matter what. Yeah. The closest relationship she will have is with her father no matter what, she could look like a goddamn squid. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second pit form is human male. Yep, just a just a like. And Troy's immediately just a like, decent looking, like a hunky high school dude. And Troy's immediately like, I'd fuck that. Very attractive. He's not. They're not gonna have any problems socializing there. Physical attractiveness is the only component to how difficult it is for a person to socialize, Jack. That is exactly right. <laughs> And that is why I have had it so easy. Because <laughs> you're sexy as hell, 
and the personality doesn't matter. And also, you, you've definitely... That's why you've never met a good-looking person who wasn't a piece of shit. Who, who was a piece <laughs> who of shit. Who was a piece of shit, yeah. Excuse me, a little Freudian slip there. Yeah. Um, um, and, then, and then she fixed a, a girl, and Troy's who like, I have well, labeled, that, I, that looks likable. I have labeled this Robot Bjork. <laughs> yeah, it's Robot. She picks Robot Bjork, which she eventually goes with. But then yeah. she her fourth choice is, is a Klingon, and Troy says, a friend for Worf. As if... Uh-huh. As if this yeah. wildly yeah. let's say limited so far uh neuroatypical person who has no knowledge of Klingon culture yeah. or any other culture <laughs> would be a good friend for Worf just because they look like a Klingon. Yeah. This is the ship's counselor. Yeah. Bad job. Yeah, yeah. Very bad job. I hate what it says about her perception of Worf. I, it is, God. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, it's, 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 it is one step away from like, if they're like, if she just decided, well, maybe I'll be a black person. And she was like, oh, good. A friend for Jordy. Yeah. (laughs) Like it is that level. And one step at the maximum. I'm going to say less yeah, than less than a, a, yeah, less less than than a full step, step. Certainly. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a first draft of the script where that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple of things that happened here that I really, really loved. So one, first of all, so Dana first brings her home and she just walks around the apartment going painting. Yeah, not and, a painting. And, and, and that was seen last about twenty minutes. It it's, it's a Mister Rogers episode, the I, longest episode. I learned a lot of new words. Yeah, frankly, uh, I learned that flowers are not paintings. Yeah, which I had been having a hard time with. Yeah, I was so. having a hard time because I only have the one eye. Um, yeah, because of the accident. Yeah, because of the accident. <laughs> so I lost. I don't have depth perception, so everything looks like a painting to me. Yeah, yeah. That scene sucks shit. Like, there's no. You don't need to put that in. What are you doing? Or at least make it half as long. But yeah, she is. Probably, or make like, it funny. It just. It's so infuriating because they can't decide what portion of the knowledge that she is being given is like downloaded and is part of her brain. Is like she's. They've made her brain use like by mapping data's synaptic patterns, but she has none of his knowledge whatsoever yeah and it's 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 really really frustrating and she's got you know data we already know has fucking wi-fi and can access the ship's computer and she presumably has the same antenna yeah or whatever but she can't anyway that scene is profoundly fucking frustrating but what made me laugh during that scene was the idea that data went through that exact same process <laughs> just with like whoever found him on that planet yeah, yeah. just uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yep yep just wa- <laughs> walking into doors well and like i have to like imagine that it's just like some like like who like whatever ship found him like they just assigned like some ensign to be like <laughs> okay you have to teach this fucking thing what everything is yeah you have to teach it the entirety of english vocabulary we don't have any other ways to program language into it other than you pointing at things and saying the word for that thing instant rogers god damn it um and uh and the next thing that i absolutely loved is so he gets through like a certain part of programming her brain and uh he successfully replicates the why uh, mm-hmm. phase of childhood learning and she immediately starts like glitching out which same <laughs> well, and also <laughs> she's like why am i here and then she like starts walking all funny and it's like oh, i feel that a lot <laughs> data immediately does the thing that every single parent wishes they could do when their child learns this yeah, which is just, just turns like, them <laughs> oh you've learned how to ask why to every single thing i say yeah i'm just gonna get the off switch really quick you gotta go to school tomorrow <laughs> yeah you're, yeah that was the other part that i loved okay so this is when we're gonna start you with school because i am not dealing with your fucking ass <laughs> i am pawning your ass why off. school starts when it does <laughs> pawning your ass off on the teachers and then of course she's bad with the other kids because of course she's bad with the other kids yeah because what why you would you fucking send expect a, a half programmed android to, to would you what are you doing well and it's like 
Oh, Jesus fucking what is, Christ. How are like, you doing socialization before you're even done programming the fucking brain? What are you doing? Yeah, like how did... Everyone on the ship in this episode is so fucking bad at their jobs. Everybody makes so many bad choices and is so wrong on so many of yeah. their decisions. It's like... Fucking Christ. Like... The fact that Troy is like, yeah, just send her to fucking school. Like, of course she's going to get made fun of. Of course she's going to be ostracized. Of course she's not going to know. She's either going to be too smart for the class she's in or she's going to be too emotionally unintelligent for the class she's in because that's that's who she is. Also, she's a semi-competent but still wildly neurodivergent and marginally dysfunctional android with superhuman strength. Mm, That's also a good point. I'm glad we didn't go down that road in this episode because that would have been... Yeah, maybe don't put her in a classroom full of children Mm -hmm. who she could rip to pieces. Yeah. That's just, that's one idea that you can I mean, she do. has her father's good nature. Yeah. At least where she's like, oh, everybody's laughing. Every, everything I said, so it must have been all right. And he's like, well. Honey. But also, like, do you, do you need to explain to her right now that they were trying to hurt her? You really don't, Dana. You can probably just let that, leave that one alone for a minute, buddy. Yeah. Let her learn some other stuff first. Yeah. And then he gets but her, also, and then the writers just, cannot fucking decide whether or not either of these two are capable of feeling emotion. Because again, to the fact that Data d- yeah, insists know, on on calling her on, on calling himself the father and calling her the child, there is nothing rational about that. No, like why? Like if it was an experiment to see if he could make more of him, he would be like, "Well, this isn't working," and fling her out the fucking airlock and make another one. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> or and if, just, it, and if it's him, if it's him desiring to emulate humankind it's like why the fuck would you want to do that i hate this i hate being human i would i mean i would like to be a a poisonous gas cloud i i want to be um a uh a disembodied uh computer brain inside of an interstellar spaceship i would Uh, like to be an owl oh that'd be pretty cool too flying around quietly i've been listening to the the babaverse books again I'm almost done. With, I've listened through all three books in the weekend. They're they're a quick listen when you're tearing parts off and putting new parts sure. back on your house. Anyway, um, listen to listeners. Check out the Bobaverse books. Mm. I've li- I've recommended them before. Okay, so the fucking school doesn't work. So Data's like, well, the next logical thing for us to try is making you a barback. Yeah, because you know it's a. Uh, uh, it's not even barback. She's like a cocktail waitress by the end. But like, sure. But like, yeah, you know what's you know what's less socially taxing at, than school <laughs> is working at a bar. Compared to going to elementary school, working at a bar is socially just a o. Everything's good. yeah a o. Good exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then we have a uh, a startling moment when she we discover that she can use contractions. Um, I don't know if there's anything hap- that happened between that and the when Riker came back because uh, there's so there is one fun scene where uh, Picard is telling Data that um, that Admiral Mangala is uh-huh. coming over to experiment on his child, <laughs> and um, Data weirdly Data's not very cool about well, Data's that. Data's response because Data is always so chill. Oh, almost every character on this show never raises their voice, but like Data just is like so low affect. Yeah. And for him to be, he like blinks and says, I would not be in favor of that, is like, that is the equivalent of somebody else saying, suck my fucking dick, asshole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For my dead body, you piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of an appropriate response. Yep. No, I completely agree with that. And this is, again, this is what I think is bullshit about uh, Admiral Mangala's fucking uh, attitude is like, Data is in fact the only other android if you're really going to be scientific about this then yes you should take both of them right you should the take both of them and have him raise her under observation or par- be a participant in the scientific team yes. that is that 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 is you know doing this experiment and building this this person like that's the that's the actual but this, experiment but it, like the his, fact that he wants to separate her is like clear like and his I'm rationale sorry. his rationale hangs entirely on the unspoken premise that they have an emotional attachment to each other. Right. Because there's no other reason. Which you should also want to examine that, which means you're going to need both of them in proximity to examine that. Yeah. So he clearly just wants to take her apart and see what makes her tick. 
Yeah. Which, like, and he clearly wants to do it in the most dickish way possible. Yeah. Oh God. Well, and he, yeah, yeah, and he wants sucks. to. He it wants sucks. to do it under justification of of uh, Starfleet and law and whatever sh- fucking bullshit. Which is why, like, you will never win true liberation through the existing system. Yeah, it sucks. Okay, so the scene. Yep. Okay, so this is the only payoff to the fact that Riker's gone because. Riker has to... And I will say it's a pretty good payoff. It's fucking good. <laughs> Riker has to not know what's going on on the ship. Yeah, he 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 just got back. Like, and there's no... like He's still off. He's still on his off-duty time. Right. He's still on vacation. He just, he got, just back. got back to the ship. He's like... I'm well, he stu- got back... Uh, uh, back to your original premise. He just got back from paying for an abortion. Yeah, or, and so, he goes, or something. And he or goes or straight some to... Or some kind the, of court case. Or, right. Yeah. And he goes straight to the bar. Yeah. And he's All like, of that I, I still have time off. I'm going to the bar. Yeah. He walks into the bar, sees a new female, sees a new female, says, "Hey, I haven't seen you here before. You want to know like, about you, like you do? You want to know about my dick?" And uh, she, having just seen two people kissing for the first just time, just learned about how uh, humans do affection. Was like, well, "I want, I want to take this for a ride." Which, fair enough. Yeah, and uh, yeah, fully just, jumps across just the jumps bar, across the car- bar, and starts kissing him. And he does probably what I would do, uh, which is like, this is weird, but. Yeah, just gonna roll with it for a second. <laughs> I thank, <laughs> thank you, but also excuse me. Yeah, is kind of his response. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then, then Data walks in and asks, "What are your intentions with my daughter?" <laughs> At which point, I wrote down, "Riker is having the worst day." <laughs> yeah, Riker is having a terrible day. <laughs> yeah, he has no idea what's going on. He has just been lightly but still sexually assaulted by somebody he's never seen before and then immediately found and out and immediately accused by by the robot that is under him <laughs> this is directly under him yep that he's trying to rape his daughter <laughs> that he didn't know the robot had <laughs> yeah it's a good it's, scene it is time for bed it's a good scene. i got to i got to go I I have to go. I have to go to bed. I don't. I don't understand. I have to go. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, ba- yet another scene that makes it clear that she's feeling frustration. So she and Data go back into their quarters, and she's like frustrated that she's never going to get to feel feelings, but she is clearly expressing frustration. And if you can feel frustration, yep. you can experience love. Because that's 50% or more of being in love with another person is being intensely frustrated with them. I'd put it in the upper 90s, but... (laughs) Again, minimum 50. (laughs) I'm trying to be charitable. I think relationships are easier for some people, but even for those people, I'm not willing to go below 50. Yeah, there's no fucking way. Um, And yeah, just fucking everybody is wrong. Everybody's wrong here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are no good guys. Picard makes a good speech at the end. Probably. Yeah, he gets, but it, he's still kind of. I mean, he stands up for for Data eventually, um, and t- and tells him like, "Look, we'll all go back to Starfleet and talk about this, but I'm not, I'm not letting you order one of my officers to surrender his child to your laboratory, which is the correct call." Yeah, um, that's how you get. That's why we've been calling him Admiral, Admiral Mingala, because yeah. that's how you get that. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's also like Picard was like doing the like liberal thing of like, well, we already won this in court. Like, why do we need to keep fighting it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, because some people don't respect the court. Yeah, I can think of an example that's prominently visible in the United States of America. Oh, I can't think of one, but... Oh, I'll tell you about it off mic. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about it later. Yeah. Okay. Um so <laughs> uh Robot Bjork's brain starts getting bad. Well, no, which... hang hang on, because this this actually pissed me off too, and I feel like this got written out of the script because her brain got bad after the Admiral interrogated her and made her scared and frustrated that she wasn't going to be able to stay with her dad. And that's why her brain broke down is because she was feeling powerful emotions that she wasn't fucking ready to feel, which means that guy murdered her. Okay. I'll follow follow that. I really 
I mean, I don't. I, well, that's my. That's gonna be my head cannon. Is that like? Because he's basically like interrogating a three-day-old infant. Yeah. And like, like yeah, like every, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume I assume everybody's emotions came in be, af, way after their intelligence, and that's not just me, and that's not why I'm like I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, buddy. Yep. <laughs> But I can I can definitely tell you you endure a lot of trauma when your intelligence way outstrips your emotions. Yeah, and um, I think there's a very stark example of intelligence outstripping emotion here, and the fact that he's just like treating her like a a first of all he's treating her like an adult. It he's treating her like an adult that he's hostile to that he's going to take away from her dad to experiment on to cut her fucking brain open. Yeah, to cut her fucking brain open. And it's like, yeah, it fucking makes her melt down and kills her. Like, he fucking killed her. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue against that. The thing that I wrote down, because I was trying to be funny about it. Uh, oh, <laughs> is this a comedy podcast? <laughs> was because, like, we know that her brain starts being broken because she start, because she gets scared. And I'm like, ah, classic defect, having feelings. <laughs> Stupid robot, having feelings. <laughs> You should have kept not having classic feelings. Glitch. Yeah. Yep. Classic defect. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Picard makes a, does some pretty good speeching. Um, and then it doesn't matter because she's dying. Yeah. And then the, and then the admiral's like, I can help you. And it's like, aren't you supposed to be an administrator? Like, you're the yeah. admiral in charge of all science. And you're like, I have the expertise to help you with this. Surgery that cybernetic brain surgery I previously could have only ever been done on one person. Yeah, I minored in cybernetic brain surgery at s space school. Yeah, at Space University. Um, yeah, it sucks. But uh, like that actually leads more credit to my Dr. Mengoa theory because it's like, why would you know how to do that? Yeah. You're in charge of all science. Why would this be a thing you knew how to do? I might still have to give this episode a watch. I actually think you should watch it. It's it's. I think it's canonical. Yeah, in a way that like sort of drives Data forward as a character. I think it's a deeply flawed episode. I think they did not do what they set out to do. Yeah, but I still th yeah. But I, I thought, but I found it ambitious, and I also think it is it is canonical in a way that a lot of the stupid fucking energy being episodes are not canonical. Yeah, the fucking throwaway episodes. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, it drives me nuts that um, I don't think, at least, that he ever, or at least in, until the show Picard, the show Picard deals with Data having um, more copies and shit. But other than that, it, it, it doesn't circle back around. And I mean, okay. Again, really frustrating dealing with how the show can't decide whether or not Data has feelings. Because yes. if Agreed. he does not have feelings, he should not be traumatized by the failure of this experiment. And he should therefore, he should then immediately, oops. Just started. do it again. Yeah, immediately yes. immediately do it again. Yeah. Um, and f and figure out well, what he did Well, but I mean, well. I, th I think they meet, I think they're intentionally trying to leave it ambiguous whether or not he has feelings. Because even like... Like they put it in the text at one point when like Data's like I cannot experience love for her and Crusher's and then he leaves and Crusher's like yeah I almost believed that when you said that you know like like they they all like I think everybody knows Data has more feelings than he does it's more that he is just not experiencing his own feelings yeah on in the same way that like we do I mean I, yeah and I'm I'm looking at it to you know from two different angles from the angle of the if you if you put yourself inside inside the world of the show then yes that's definitely what's going on like he ha he actually does have feelings he just doesn't know that what he's feeling is feelings and he thinks that there's something I think it's like this all, this kind of self alienation thing yeah it's like yeah he, yeah that's he's not, I mean, that's his problem is he needs, just needs to spend some time meditating yeah he's he he is not able to see himself as as equal i mean he's kind of othering himself uh yeah. from from the rest of humanity the rest of you know sentient life um because he's like no clearly i'm an android and i'm not programmed to have feelings so the things that i so my reactions are programmed reactions they're not feelings but yeah he's, reality, he's the weird are. kid that has grown up to the point where everybody accepts him except himself where he and he still has to conceive of himself as the weird kid um and wait did you mean data or are you data oh okay who are you talking about? You, you, you. Anyway, anyway, I had a, I had a note at the end. Uh -huh. um, 
um, which I, I found very funny. Um, so like the last scene is is everybody's on the bridge, including Riker. And I like to imagine that he still is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> he hasn't been breathed. She died? <laughs> Who the fuck was that? <laughs> he literally, he left, he left the bar and he went to bed and he had to be on duty the next morning. Picard's like, hey, take it easy on Data. His daughter died. And he's like, what, what? the fuck is going on? Can I get a briefing? <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. I hate this ship. <laughs> I should have taken that other command. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. Are you uh are you ready to uh hear what you have to write about next week? Sure. Uh next week's episode is called The Sins of the Father. Mm. Mm. And it is not mm. about a Catholic priest scandal. It's about William Riker. <laughs> I mean as many bastard children <laughs> spread around the galaxy. <laughs> Oh fuck! I thought you were gonna. I, I, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> oh, that's it. right. I forgot he has dad issues. Yeah, I forgot he's a fight your dad guy. Yeah, and I do not remember what this episode is about. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll remember it. I'm gonna write a killer fight your dad story. <laughs> yeah, that that's what this episode should be. If uh, it if isn't, if it isn't, I'm. If it is not the, if it isn't. I'm gonna. <laughs> if well, it's not the return of not Kyle gonna fight Riker, my dad because he, I could, yeah, you got a big advantage. Yeah, pretty pretty. That's not drastic, fair. But anyway. All right. Well, uh, ch- tune in last See week. See you next week when I, we delve more into my psychic breakdown. <laughs> tune in next week when we, when Jack reads us a story about uh, the fist fight between Will and Kyle Riker. That's right, listeners. That's right. His name's Kyle. If you missed it, Will's dad's name is Kyle. Good Lord. In 1988, Kyle was a reasonable name for a 65-year-old man. And it will be again in like 30 years. That's true. God, there's going to be a bunch of old Kyles. Ugh. Old Kyle. A bunch of grandpas named Chase. Ugh. Ugh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Had you only out. Convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!